If you were no longer affected by the judgment of others and you stopped judging yourself, would you make different choices? Everyone has the potency to make inspired choices. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the creativity that is you. Now, here's the host of Inspired Choices Radio Show, Possibilities Coach, Christine McIver. Well, good evening, everyone, and most especially good evening, fellow goddesses and gods. Welcome to the Inspired Choices Radio Show. I am your host, Christine McIver, and tonight we have a wonderful guest. We are continuing with the Feminine Potency Through the Power of Your Voice series with a wonderful guest, someone I admire and absolutely see as a goddess, Melitza Yelenich. Melitza tonight is going to be speaking with us about where is my inner goddess hiding? And before we get into the show, I just want to tell you a little bit about myself. Um, if you, this is the first time you're connecting, I am um, a host, a radio show host, a TV personality. I am a producer here on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm also the founder and owner of Inspired Choices Network, which is a huge honor for me. Um, I'm also a ho- holographist coach, and I work with individuals and organizations that are ready to seriously step into their future. No more playing in the past, no more playing the victim. People that are ready to change what's required and go forward now. If that's you, if you're ready to change things up, I offer everyone a complimentary 30-minute session so we can see if it would be a good match. And then you can actually take advantage. I still have just a few packages left. Take advantage of my 10-year special, which is my VIP coaching. It's seven hours. And it's for only $750 Canadian. That's a savings of over $1,000. Uh, 16 have been purchased so far. So there's four left to be purchased if that's something that interests you. Or you can check out all the other specials that I have and the other services at my personal website, inspiredchoices.ca. So today, on to my wonderful guest and this conversation. Where is my inner goddess hiding? Have you heard people talk about their inner goddess and wondered, do I have one? If I have one, an inner goddess, where is she? Is my inner goddess hiding? Would it be fun to play and seek to find out where your inner goddess has been hiding? Tonight, Lisa and I are going to explore all the places we hide our inner goddess and how to invite her out of hiding. So let me tell you about this amazing goddess, Melissa Yelenich. She is the host of The Pleasure Zone here on the Inspired Choices Network. She has a BA and works in the alternative medicine field. She's also a mitzvah technique teacher, an access bars facilitator, body process facilitator, radio show host, and has facilitated greater ease in health and bodies for over 15 years and I might guess 15 lifetimes. Melissa is an advocate for possibilities. In her private practice, she invites clients to receive who they truly be and to continue to choose more for themselves. Melissa knows that there is something greater for all of us on this planet and plays with bodies to awaken greater possibilities to show up. Melissa's abilities as an intuitive lead to a session that is personalized for her clients. Melitza's keen ability and to sense where change is possible and to question what is stuck in the target area creates a very dynamic session that promotes choice, possibility, and change. 
She has impacted thousands of individuals, both in Canada and abroad, with her humor, kindness, gentleness, potency, and intensity. And she does that all at the same time. (laughs) Melita's approach is playful, fun, and direct. Melita is willing to be whatever energy and space is required for the change that her clients desire. She offers sessions which involve shifting energy through energy work, body manipulation, and verbal processing. And if you're interested in receiving her monthly newsletter about events, classes, and information, and on booking private sessions, you can connect with her through her website, melitzayelenich.com. That's M-I-L-I-C-A-J-E-L-E-N-I-C.com. Or you can find her here on the Inspired Choices Network. Welcome to the show, Melitza. Hi, Christine. Thanks for having me on this awesome series. <laughs> of course. Oh, my gosh. How could I not have you on this awesome series? <laughs> you are uh, absolutely a feminine who is potent. And uh, definitely when I think of you and what embodies a goddess, I do think of you, Melissa, for sure. Um, so I'm so glad that you're here. So let's tell everyone about how this series kind of was birthed. Do you want to kind of bring them up to speed with that? Yeah, so we'd actually been to an event in New York. Um, we'd gone off and we were at Mama G's uh, event where we were tapping into, I guess we were, in a way, we were just becoming friendly with our pussies is what we were doing um, to her weekend of fun play um, that we attended. And after that, you had a fabulous insight that you wanted to create a series and mm-hmm. so it's like you were wondering, like, how do I get the voice of these potent, awesome women out in the world um, through the radio? What can I call it? What can it be? You know, what can it be about? Uh, and you birthed this. So I, I was kind of like the doula to it, but you were definitely birthed and midwifed <laughs> it yourself. <laughs> I like that. I'm the midwife. I'm the I'm the midwife, and you're the doula. I love it. Well, you know, the 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 event in in New York was really pulling on you and I, and uh, I think over the course of the last several years, what we've been creating and stepping into and challenging ourselves, it was a really great fit, and it, it seemed like the time to birth this into the world, and um, definitely in alignment with what you and I have been creating in our own um, personal businesses for sure. So I'm I'm really glad that we're here. We had a a great guest last week and Heather Esposito, and we were talking about the the Goddess series as well with her. And it's just, you know, we've got more to come. And it fascinates me even just thinking about each of the topics, right? And, And what are we actually going to uncover? Because even though you and I are the ones that are talking about this today, I think there's still a lot that um, we have to discover about ourselves. So like last week, Heather Esposito was really focusing on loving yourself. And it was a fascinating conversation. I didn't realize what direction it was going to go in, as we never do. And um, I feel the same way about today. Awesome. Yeah, me too. You never know where any of these are going to go. So yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty fun. It, yeah, so I'm just being pulled to kind of reference what the word goddess actually means. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's if you were looking online, it says a female deity. Um, uh, it comes back with a woman who is adored, especially for her beauty, 
And then there's others that say as well is linked with uh, beauty, love, motherhood, and fertility, and also associated with the ideas such as war, creation, and death. Mm-hmm. And in some faiths, a sacred female figure holds a central place in religious prayer and worship. Now, that's all well and fine. So that is like, you know, from the religious aspect, from the religious side. But the part about this is that I really love is if you were to look at a goddess and you were to look at all the areas of her potency, what she brings forth is very different from what a god brings forth absolutely right yeah so what is it about a a goddess like when you think personally so when when what do you envision when you hear the word goddess what are some of the the traits that you vision okay first i'm going to give you a little background story on that okay because that's what i do so when i when i was like first introduced to anything goddess-esque i was in my early 20s and I had met some of my mom's friends who were, you know, we'll call them like hippy-dippy women who like, um, they meditated together and they were like, you know, a group of wonderful lesbians who meditated together. Some weren't, but a lot of them were lesbians that meditated together. And I happened to meet these women one night and uh, they kept on referring to me as a goddess. And I was like, okay, this is so weird. And it, uh, the whole concept of goddess made me so uncomfortable. I I had a really bizarre notion that a goddess is, has only to do um, with rejection of the male. And I actually had never even heard the word before, but that was like my first thing. It was like, if I'm a goddess, I can't like men, because here I am hanging with a bunch of lesbians, and that was my perception of lesbians at the time when I was 17. So I had a really interesting convoluted version of what I thought a goddess was, and I had a lot of rejection of the whole concept that I could even have an inner goddess. So, wow. Yeah, it was kind of demented. Um, and now, and then I went through a period, too, where I was like looking at um, different things in my life. Different times in my life, I've had a, a massive rejection of the, the feminine um, potency, and I've had a massive rejection of goddess uh, completely. So having this conversation for me is that I've actually hidden uh, my inner goddess somewhere deeply. Like I've hidden it, and then she'll come to the surface, and then I'll hide her again. But a lot of people, when they see me, they actually think that, that I am some kind of woman with potency, and that they might refer to me as, oh, you're such a goddess. And I'm like, well, I just don't, I don't connect with that concept, so it's very funny to me to have a conversation about it because I might be one of those women who is still struggling with the whole concept of the inner goddess or goddess in itself. Wow. Did not see this all coming. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. So so there was something in your past that it actually had you believe that a goddess has to do with rejection of men. It, yes. Was it like, was it um, as if it's either or, like mm-hmm. either you're either you're a goddess or you're a god. Like it's it, you can't have one without the other, or you can't have both, or you can't actually be that because those are divine energies, and you are not that. You're not divinity. Oh. You're a human being, and you don't have divinity whatsoever between the you know, what I was raised in and then 
uh, you know, communicating with energies or whatever. Um, when I was young, I never really identified that I was, I was possibly um, connected to any kind of potency. I didn't get that at all. I just thought it was outside of me. This wasn't like there was an inner strength. It was an outer thing that you ask for help from or, you know, ask the universe or ask God. But there was nothing inside me I was asking for. Oh, wow, that's interesting. So, so... For you, what is it that you know today that being what a goddess is? So now it's a very different uh, it's a very different concept for me, even from what that whole the whole description in the in the you know the dictionary kind of gives. There's some of it that's there, um, you know, whether it's being the creator and the killer and all these energies combined. Um, but for me, tapping into and finding your inner goddess, even just like, it's there, have you found it? Then start having the conversation with those aspects of you that you might have hidden. To me, the inner goddess are the potent parts of ourselves that we're denying. So it could be anything from our rage to our joy to our creation. But for me, that inner goddess is potency and the the power that we have that we're actually denying it's where we think that we cannot have divinity in us, but we, we separate that. I love that. I I have never heard that definition, and I absolutely love that. That cool. is, and how many women are truthfully denying their potency? Mm, I'd say majority. So when you're working with your clients, Melissa, are you are you seeing that the I denial of, so, of yeah, so many women are denying their potency, and so many women are chalking up um, and crediting things even to other women or to other men, but they're not crediting themselves with what they're what they're creating. They they don't sit back and they go, look what I created, look at this, like I just. Uh, you know, I created a home that's like embraces people, that invites people in. They don't really do that. You know, they'll deny it and they'll be like, "Yeah, but I had a, I had somebody come in and design for me," and let, like they'll negate parts of of their contribution, right? So, mm-hmm. I, for me, it's like, where are you negating your contribution and like stop it, <laughs> and then looking at where you can start to acknowledge it. And I see so many women doing it all the time, and I've seen women in the last week, even in my office, who have massive anxiety, but really what they're denying is how freaking powerful they are. And I had one woman in particular who was completely afraid of how powerful she was, that she felt like if she was stepping into it, she might harm people. Physically, she might harm her ex. Physically, she might harm other people people in her life. So she'd been denying her physical strengths and her inner strengths and uh, kind of hoarding them in her body in a way that was like having her body hold on to a lot of weight. So she had she felt, felt like she had like 70 pounds extra weight on her body. And I would say probably... Truthfully, 70 pounds of that was all of her for the last, you know, 20, 30 years holding back her potency, like holding back. 
she's in such denial of how awesome she is. And so to me to watch that, I think, oh, well, like if we can just tap into that, that's your inner goddess. And if you can just tap into that and step into it and stop denying it and stop making it wrong, like, so I kind of joked with her. I'm like, cool, you're going to, you feel like killing people and want to make a list. I bet there's more than one. And she's like, there was kind of relief and shock in her eyes that it, I didn't make her wrong for wanting to kill people. Because usually people will be like, no, you don't. That's, no, you don't really want to kill them. You just, no, no, you actually do. I actually love when people say, no, you don't really want to. I don't care whether <laughs> it's whether it's pizza, whether it's a salad or killing someone. If that's what you really want, step into that's the energy of it, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, we got to take our first break, Melissa, and then we're going to come back. And I really want to tap into more of how we're holding back our potency and um, how we can really, you know, step into in the invitation for all of us to find, acknowledge, and kick into gear our inner goddess. So, everyone, stay tuned. You're listening to the Inspired Choices Radio Show here with my fabulous goddess guest, Melissa Yelenich, where we're talking about where is my inner goddess here on the Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Many of us make choices in our lives based on the past or what others think. What would our lives be like if we made choices based on what we desire in this moment? By tuning in to Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to create the life and living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815 880 8255. In Canada, 613 800 8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. And do call in, do ask the questions, do join us in the chat room because this is getting to be a pretty, I would say, robust conversation and one that I'm enjoying deeply. Uh, so, Melissa, before we went to break, we were, you were talking about how you've had a client that you feel has locked her potency in her body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, do you perceive the same with many of us or is, is you know, 
is that possible that we're lock, we're also locking it in our bodies, or is it possible that you know we might be actually um, just ignoring it and it's not there? What, what do you get? Yeah, so ignoring it is number one. Not even knowing it exists is number two. Like a lot of people don't even know they're potent. They've spent all of their lives, you know, pretty much being put down or putting themselves down and listening to everything else rather than the truth. And so they've kind of squashed themselves into not even acknowledging that they have you know, they have this potency inside of them. Whatever theirs, you know, happens to be. We all have this combination of potencies, right? And some of them are just really strong on one end or another. Like some people, some people have their inner goddess that's like a massive creator goddess, and some people have the inner goddess that's a massive destroyer goddess. And like they're all valuable. Every single one of them is valuable. It's that we often look at it and make creation goddesses more valuable or the person who has that mm. as their dominant characteristic is like more valuable. So it's it's to start to look at all those aspects of you because if you're feeling like, well, I'm not a creation person, maybe you're a destruction person and maybe you're like tapping into that part of you will excite your body. Maybe you like fire and you like to burn things and rip them apart and stomp around and have a great you know, festival of destruction, and Mm -hmm. that's not wrong. And maybe, you know, sometimes it works really well, you know. So we we had a festival fire of destruction in Notre Dame Cathedral. Just saying, maybe the inner goddesses of the world have been co-creating some stuff like that going on. So, and the goddess (laughs) energy. This just might be something going on there. Just my awareness. So how do we know... If we have our inner goddess hidden. Well, if you have your inner goddess hidden, then you probably feel small, weak. You probably have a sense that you are not good enough. You probably feel like um, hopeless. And you probably have a sense that you are not receiving or you're not attracting what you like in your life because you're not tapping into whatever is uh, maybe your greater strengths. Like you might be tapping into some of your goddess energies, like, yes, I'm a creator, but you might not be tapping into your 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 superpowers, like your true goddess superpowers, which could be things like destruction or, or other, you know, energies, right? I'm just going to those extremes, creation and destruction, but they're all just transformative energies. So what are they? Like what are the ones that we're not tapping into like today for example for my body um my body was having like a period of a lifetime in the last 48 hours i've had um a really interesting and cool connection with my body and like an awareness how much my body would like to contribute to the earth and um so i went out and i had a very like intimate experience with the earth today and oh really yeah, it was very fun. So I was hanging out in my forest, and I just allowed my body to connect with the earth, uh, see what it required, and then I just became super intimate with the tree, and then I let my body bleed into the roots of the tree. And it it, wow. it gave my it gave my body such a sense of like relief. So I know that one of my potencies is like. You know, if if there's blood involved, then I might have some destruction potencies going on, but that's also creation energy at the same time. So 
I know that I have capacities with bodies, and to me the earth is a body. It's a celestial body. So I've been wondering about my capacities as a, with my inner goddess and what, how that reflects with the planet and how it can be on a bigger scale rather than just a personal scale too. So yeah, there, there's a tangent and a half, <laughs> but tapping into that. Yeah, kind of yeah. like, yeah. Where do I where do I go from here? That's big. Yeah, so let's bring it back to something really easy and practical. Like, where can we learn how to tap into parts of us that we have hidden? Like, how do you do that? And it's literally like a hide and seek game, right? So when you're playing hide and seek as a kid, what do you do? You get curious, right? You start wandering mm-hmm. around the house, you're looking in closets, you're looking under doors, you're looking in drawers, you're looking everywhere, you're seeking, and you're wondering in your head, you're like, I wonder where that person is. And sometimes you're calling out, right? You're like, hey, Ziva, where are you? Like you're calling out to find the person that you're looking for. And in the same way, you can do that with your inner goddess. You can play hide and seek and you can make it fun. And it can be super fun to go out in nature and play hide and seek because you've already hidden your inner goddess is hidden now. She's playing a game with you. So go out and seek and start asking, like, where are you hiding? What are you? Who are you? You know, is there? are you hiding inside the body, inside this body? Are you hiding, you know, in the energetic bodies? Like, where are you? What gift can you show me? What do you know that I don't know? You know, what can you spark in me that I've, you know, and a lot of times it's sparking something in you that, and maybe there's even a little ember left, and it's just that fire needs to be stoked again. And sometimes hmm. that fire has been out for a while, and you just need that fire to get blazing again. So doing a little game of hide-and-seek can kind of bring your awareness back to the fact that you have this potency, and now you're on a mm-hmm. play. You're out to play, and you're out to seek who this is and who you are. And I think, like, for me, movement's a really great contribution to getting into the inner goddess so you know going through a forest but if you do it on your own you can you know walk like a nymph or walk a horse or like you can walk like anything you like and it doesn't have to be your average walk this is like this is complete and total play in exploration and move the way your body would like to move because maybe your body wants to move like a wood nymph we don't know until you start to explore so and your body will lock things into it. Your body locks memories and emotions into it. Um, with the body work I do, somatic body work, it starts to unlock emotional stuff that's locked in the body that we hold in the body physically. And so as you start to do movement, it'll start to unlock. Like sometimes I'll hold a person's leg and they'll just start crying. There's like a movement that will start to release things, right? And right. then sometimes holding a head will have a body start to, you know, get anger. It's like it depends or they get awarenesses on different things. So we lock this information in and we often hide it from ourselves and we definitely hide it from others. So having kind of a time of exploration and play can be a lot of fun. Like, Christine, if that was your homework to go out and like go go for a walk uh on your own in in a forest or you know somewhere where you don't where you feel like you're not going to be uh watched or judged right this is pretty much the mm-hmm. whole idea is that you're not going to be watched or judged by somebody so you have the freedom of movement to be and move however you would like to be and move like does that excite your body or does that depress your body 
right now in this moment, it's like it's flat. It it feels like uh, that's boring. That that's okay, what cool. came up. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. that's what came up in this moment. Now the idea of dancing with someone like yourself, mm-hmm. who who I have a close intimate relationship with, um, the idea of you know being with another goddess to to invite my inner goddess out even more. Now that excites my body. Now that's cool. So maybe that's something that I can offer because. It's just something I've ever done on my own, but that might be actually something I can offer is inviting people to come play and have their inner goddess wake up with me. Right. It's um, it's something that I originally did learn through movement. It was something that I connected through dance, and I did some um, dance work with a group in Toronto, Ontario. There's um, women who do inner goddess dance work. And I was like the youngest person in the room. I was like 25 or 26. And all the women were in their 50s, late 40s, 50s, and onward. And I felt like such a dork. Honestly, I was like, oh, my God, these women are goddesses. Look at their bodies. And then I had a lot of judgment. And I went back for months because I just wanted to deal with whatever this shit was in my head. So Mm -hmm. I went back and I would go back. But there wasn't a lot of facilitation going on. Like there wasn't a lot of, um, there was music and you would dance and there was like a freedom of sort of dancing, but I didn't have a lot of tools to deal with all the judgment I could perceive. Uh, mm-hmm. So the next time that I actually had a, like a dance with women that was quite freeing was with one of our um, old radio show hosts. Um, ah. And yeah, Petrina Fava, she did, she did right. some amazing dance and she has no judgment and she could actually facilitate dance in a way that is absolutely beautiful and freeing and it's not called inner goddess dance but it definitely can um, provoke that coming out so yeah yeah, that can be a lot of fun too yeah Yeah. definitely Katrina has has that I love that idea and I love the idea that that that's something that you can offer to people um, to to have them actually unlock that because sometimes you know I think for people that have a lot of these things locked into their body, for a head first, such as myself, you know, we get stuck in the how in our head. And, oh you know, if you can be, if you can lead that and lead us to start to step into our bodies even more, um, I think that that would be a great invitation for a number of people that are looking to unlock that inner goddess and have no idea how to do it. <laughs> so, oh yeah, boy. that's fabulous. Oh, my God, Melissa, you're so brilliant. Okay, we, ha- we are up for our second break. And when we get back, we're going we're gonna to tap into more of what, what, you know, how we can invite our inner goddess out. And um, what is the benefit of actually, you know, what have we been, this is a question I'd like to, to talk about, Melissa. What have we been taught that is the benefit for keeping our inner goddess hidden? Mm, that's a so great question. Every- Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be back with Melissa Yellen each right after this commercial break here on the Inspired Choices video show on the Inspired Choices Network. Many of us make choices in our lives based on the past or what others think. What would our lives be like if we made choices based on what we desire in this moment? By tuning in to Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. 
Are you ready to create the life and living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. So happy you're joining us today. We are talking with the one and only Melissa Yelenich, and she is absolutely a goddess in her world. She works with bodies. She works with the owners of those bodies or the beings that are with those bodies, and she invites all of us to get more um, vulnerable and step into more of who they are. Um, and tonight she's doing that with inviting us to find our inner goddess. Now, the question I had for you before we went for break, Melissa, is what is the value? Like, what have we been taught is the benefit to keeping our inner goddess hidden? Well, you know what? If you actually keep your goddess, inner goddess hidden, you're going to find uh, men who will like you more because they're not going to be afraid of you. You're going to have relationships uh, show up because you're not intimidating. You're going to have jobs where you don't, um, you know, you don't upset your bosses. Uh, you definitely won't become a boss, so don't worry about that responsibility. And you will probably more than likely upset a lot of people around you if you, if you uh, wake it up. So your best bet is not to, because it's going to keep the calm. Wow. So. What we've been taught is we need to serve others and placate their needs and desires over our own? Yes, we have. Most definitely. That's like centuries of training for women has been to, you are you are in the role of service. Service your men. Do whatever you, and I like servicing men, quite frankly. Like, I enjoy giving a good blowjob, so I'm not Yeah, but not that's different. That. Yes. You're, but you're not, you're not, that's not. What you're talking about, what we've been taught, is one-sided. Mm-hmm. Yes, when, totally when you're, Right. What you're talking about, when you're servicing men, you're you're bringing them something they enjoy, and you enjoy it simultaneously as well. Absolutely. So when you're doing, generally in the role of, of just being in the role of service is when you're doing it for others, but you don't generally get anything um, in return for yourself, although other a lot of people now have been convinced that they were being in service, 
Um, I don't know that that's actually true because a lot of them at the same time are very upset with um, their pay and a lot of other things that are going on. Um, people who are in the role of service are very frustrated when they when you actually hear people say, oh, I work in the service field, I, you know, I work with people. And not a lot of them are very happy in that role. Um, mm-hmm. they, they forget to include themselves in, in who they're serving, shall we say, right? They're not mm-hmm. really serving themselves at all. And you need to include yourself when you're looking at at a collective thing that you're trying to create. Right. And, and so we've been taught to um, put ourselves last. And there's been there's been so much said over the last I would say forty to fifty years about loving ourselves and about acknowledging our needs and and there's been so much in that area for women. It's been huge, right? It's been like massive to the point that nearly like I'm getting sick of it. And yet, and yet, it's still going on. So many women out there that are continuously putting themselves second last. or last in their lives. Exactly. Absolutely, yeah. And and when I work with people in business, I find the same thing. A lot of women will be, you know, it, it'll come up around um, w- the value of them and what they charge for their services. And so many responses that I get from women, and I've worked with both men and women, so many responses that I get from women are, but they won't pay that, or that's not what other people are charging, or, you know, it's always looking outside of themselves, and how much do we, how much is the inner God begging for us to let her come out so she can show us the value of who we truly are, and and so that she can actually be a contribution to the joy, to to the to the life that we chose to to create, but aren't choosing. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And yes, yeah, sometimes she will contribute to the joy, and sometimes like she'll contribute to the destruction. But she is about, for me, like the inner goddess is about getting really present and real, and acknowledging all your potencies. So, yeah, she might contribute to joy and she might also contribute to some real um, rage, which you've talked about in some of your shows about the contrast. And sometimes that rage is coming up to give us awareness of like, wow, this is what requires change. And and that that rage is actually like our, our crazy, amazing awareness and it's our crazy, amazing power that we know that, you know, we this energy that we've got we can transmute it into something that might create that change that we're looking for it might actually go oh okay so this world doesn't have to be so full of stupidity maybe we can contribute all of this energy that we call rage and transmute it into something uh super expansive and that's just you know whatever that's going to look like but i also like to contribute to change being faster so we don't have to be sluggish and waiting around for torture. And we're just like, get the torture over with and let's move forward. So I like to also tap into the inner goddess that's like that aspect of speed change. So, yeah, this situation's crap. 
inner goddess that's part of the speed of change. Let's kick that up a notch. And if I'm going to go through this crap, let's do it fast. Let's just get her done. John, I love that. What, Melissa, what are we actually creating when we only allow a certain aspect of our inner goddess to step forward? Oh, we're creating like complete separation with ourselves. And if we're doing that, it's mm. really hard to have relationships because we're only looking for where we can be um, sweet and kind. I want my inner goddess to be sexy and great. There's there's going to be that energy, and then there's also a mama bear energy, and then there's also uh, like there's so many aspects, right? But if you're cutting off part of you, it's the equivalent of, and I've talked about this before. Like anytime you cut off a part of you, you might as well chop off a limb. And do you usually voluntarily go just take my arm? I just I don't need it anymore. Just take it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't offer up our body parts like that, but we will offer up our potencies. It's bizarre. That is so friggin' fascinating. Like, I mean, I know I've heard you say it a little bit in that way before, but there's something about it now, how denying that is, is seriously cutting off who we truly be. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the, the cost, the cost of separating from ourselves is our lives. Is our, is our, it's our complete joy. Yep. It's our lives. It's our livelihood. It's our connection to others. It's our connection to the earth. It's um, it's uh, it's devastating, actually, when I really tap into it, which I've been noticing I have been for the last few days since um, I've been kind of tapping into the show. I've been really noticing how devastating it is. Um, devastating not just on an emotional level where people feel like crying, but devastating in a way that it's it's creating devastation on the planet it's creating um you know we cut ourselves off well guess what if we're not connecting to ourselves we can't connect to the planet if we're not connecting with the planet communing with the planet then we are not listening and we're not being the energy that's required we're not creating the change that could show up we're you know basically saying you're the ugly stepchild that we're going to ignore and it's freaking cruel it's really if we did this to a human being we would be in jail for abuse but we do it to ourselves and we do it to the earth all the freaking time and so for me bringing that uh, inner goddess out is including the earth in all of our creations tapping into all possible energies that we are and getting like allowing them to get exponentialized and like stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and not fear them because we tend to fear them and shut them down. We tend to fear our potency. Yep, we tend to fear the shit out of it, and then we just let it run away and we hide it because we're so freaking afraid of it. If if we actually knew uh-huh. that we had the capacity to look at somebody and their head explodes, do you think we would want to do that? No, we'd be like, oh my <laughs> god. But how right. we could, right? We just haven't tapped into right. it. Well, I often have used the analogy of, of women using their voice, because this is the voice series, right? Mm-hmm. Of women using their voice. Usually, when women use their voice, it's when they have their menstrual cycle. Yes, true. And w- one of the reasons they use it then is because they're no, they are at their peak of femininity. They're at their peak of goddessness. 
if that's a word. Um, I like it. <laughs> when when they have their period, when they their their body is demonstrating fe- their feminine uh, cycles, and their voice will come out strong. But the challenge is, is oftentimes they have been suppressing it as if it's like pushing it down into a pressure cooker. Mm-hmm. And when they finally allow their voice to come out, it usually bursts through with a killing energy. And it's usually mm-hmm. with anger. And then they usually hurt people because they there's just this like explosion that happens. And yeah. then, then they look at the, the, the you know, the, the destruction. Yeah. yeah, the destruction. And then they go, oh, my gosh, I can never do that again. And they shove it down even Absolutely. farther. Absolutely. Okay, we're going to go to our break. Before we do, I want to let everybody know, Melissa has a fabulous free gift that she is going to contribute to each and every one of us listening she awesome. is going to be gifting a beautiful meditation recording that we can be listening to every morning to invite our inner goddess to come forth. Um, and I think that's fabulous. I cannot wait to receive that. I'm going to have that on my ringer. My That's going to be my wake-up call every morning, um, oh, Melissa. <laughs> and... Um, you can also take advantage of that when you email Melissa. Uh, you, her email address is Melissa, M-I-L-I-C-A, dot Yelenich, J-E-L-E-N-I-C, dot M-J at gmail.com. Now, if you're listening to this in the replay, you can still email her. And um, if you're listening on any other platform, you can come over to Inspired Choices Network and listen or, or find this recording um, podcast and you'll see all of the links and everything that are there as well. But, Melissa, that's a fabulous gift and I know you've got a couple other things uh, you want to share with us. So we're going to go for our break and when we get back, we're going to dive a little bit more into this whole piece about inviting our inner goddess up and also what else you have got that you are creating for all of us goddesses desiring to be more of us. So everyone stay tuned. You're listening to the Inspired Choices Radio Show here with myself, Christine McIver, and Melissa Yelenich on the Inspired Choices Network, and we will be right back. Many of us make choices in our lives based on the past or what others think. What would our lives be like if we made choices based on what we desire in this moment? By tuning in to Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to create the life and living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. 
Welcome forward, everyone. Yes, we are speaking with uh, our beautiful goddess, uh, Melita Yelenich, and Melita and I are talking tonight about our inner goddess and where is our inner goddess hiding? Melita, on average, uh, when do you think women step into this place of desire to find their inner goddess? How old do you think we are when we start that? Like truly, um, truly willing to be that. I think I'm just starting now, so somewhere in the 40s. I think for me, even though I was doing this inner goddess dance in my 20s, I had this, um, I didn't have the confidence. I didn't have the embodiment of it. I didn't have, there, there's a sort of, I know it's cliche, but there's a sort of wisdom that comes with more time, more experience. And you can have mm-hmm. a lot of experience by the time you're 25, but you also might not have a lot of tools and you might not have a lot of um, ways of looking at things. So it's rare to find somebody that's fairly young that is tapping into that. And even at the time when I go to those inner goddess dances in my 20s, everybody's like, wow, it's so amazing you're doing this so young. But I was like, but I'm not really because I wasn't really um, able to I wasn't really facilitated into out of judgment and a lot of other things I required at the time in order to really like feel potent. So I guess it's all different ages, but for me it's really I see it more in women in their forties. There's you know, they're kinda of done the birthing thing and they're they're like, you know what, and and older, right? And it's like, you know what, this is my body, love it or don't and there's a sort of um confidence that has been built. And I see younger women doing this confidence thing, but I'm like, is it real? Like, there's there's an element where they want to project that, but it's there isn't an authenticity in it. And I think it's as you become more authentic that it becomes more true, right? And that's part of being, mm-hmm. tapping into your inner goddess. But I don't really see people doing that um, that young, even though the world is changing. I don't, I still don't see it that young in people. Right, I agree with you. I think, I think. Um, we don't actually know, first of all, that something is quote-unquote missing. Nothing's really missing, but we, it, hidden in this case. And we also don't have the experience of um, of life where we don't know that there is something missing. We don't know that we're not using our voice until we come up with experiences where, you know, someone is maybe mistreating us or someone is, um, you know, patting us on the head. I just get the energy a lot of times patting us on the head, like, oh, that's your cute little girl, you know, or yeah, nice idea, woman, or whatever the case may be, right? And um, I think that, I think that it does take us time to get to the space of learning what we desire and what is actually missing and where the challenges are. Because as a young woman, we may think we know what we desire, but until we actually start living our lives in, you know, out from under our parents and we we have relationships and we have different jobs or we start our own business, we don't actually deeply know what it is that we do like and don't like because we haven't stepped up to the table to enjoy all of the offerings as yet. Absolutely. So, you know, I do think that there is such a beauty in the opportunity of of stepping into our 40s and stepping into our 50s and beyond that says, you know what, there's more of me here. There's more of me that I'm not yet finding. And, and 
it has a lot of times to do with where we're, like you said earlier, where we're frustrated, where we we feel, I can't remember exactly, I'm looking for the quotes here, um, where we feel lo- sad or hopeless or stuck or lost. We don't have those feelings out of the gate. Now, it's not to say that people young can't have them, but don't have them. I cannot believe we're just about done the show. Oh my gosh. Okay. So Melissa, you 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 have also in in addition to your amazing free for the meditation uh to invite our inner goddess out, you also have a fabulous um package called Turning Up Your Inner Goddess. And mm-hmm. this is six sessions with you online or in person for only four hundred dollars Canadian. That is wildly amazing <laughs> yep why not it's wow. time <laughs> it's time so yeah it's time. That, oh my gosh that would normally be a heck of a lot more it'd be closer to nine hundred dollars if you're paying me or it would be around nine hundred dollars if you're paying me my regular rates so yeah it's kind of a deal of a lifetime guys if you're really wow. ready for that yeah yeah i wonder how many women are actually ready to step into more of their gonna, potency i wonder who's gonna dare dare a dare double dog dare you <laughs> and 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 as you were saying earlier, you know what we're doing for the planet or not doing for the planet. If you have, if you are motivated in any way um, to change things that are happening in the world, please know you stepping into more of you actually does it. It is a huge, huge gift in the world, and and we need to have you step into more of who you are. Um, Okay, so with that being said, we are just finishing the show. We um, This has gone very, very quickly, Melissa. Thank you so much for sharing everything. Um, and, and if you would like to take advantage of the sessions, the inner, turning up your inner goddess, you can connect with Melissa at her website or you can check out this pre-record or this podcast, rather, and we will have the links in there and uh Phenomenal, Melissa. Join us next week. We will have another amazing guest, Addie Finola, um, talking about uh, about the feminine potency through the power of her voice. Um, thank you again. And remember, no matter you. where you are in the world, no matter what it, you're welcome, no matter what you're doing, remember, my friends, you can always make another choice. And I hope that you choose to step into more of the goddess that truly be. Bye for now. Thank you for choosing to listen to Inspired Choices Radio Show. Christine McIver will return next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.